0: Hey everyone, and welcome to the Love Love Podcast, where we talk all about making those small improvements in your day to day life that adds up to lasting positive impact to your overall health and well being. This is your host, Jeff, and on today's show, welcome back. It has been a minute, as they say, and holy moly, everybody. It has been a long time since uh, I've done one of these podcasts and that's uh, life happens, guys. Life happens and there's no other way around it. And one of the things that does happen a lot of the time, especially this year that I've noticed, is that burnout is a real thing, you know, and and depending on who you listen to and who you follow, it may not be a real thing. It may be something that's made up. It may be something that, you know, you hear from both sides saying, oh, there's no such thing as burnout. I love what I do. <laughs> and then, of course, you're not going to experience burnout if you love what you do. right? Or you have a bad day here and there, and then you have the other side where it's just doom and gloom all the time. And unfortunately, I fall somewhere... Uh, maybe 70 30 at the end of the school year with um with being burnt out no as an educator as an educator this year was unlike any other year and i am i am the technology guy i love technology i love using technology i love learning about new kinds of technology new kinds of programs new kinds of apps all these kinds of things that's that's my uh that's my bag so to speak, right? And so at the end of last year, into this year, great, fabulous. whole video conferencing, message boards, Google, all of those different tools, I, I, I was ready, man. Making videos, editing videos, doing podcasts. I've had a lot of practice doing podcasts on my other podcast, okay? All of these things that were readily available to use, to implement, great. Perfect. Wonderful. And then the school year started for reals. Right? For reals. And okay, you know, coming off of the end where they had to cancel in-person learning at the end of last school year. You know, we didn't know what was happening. And okay, you know. But fast forward a whole year. A whole year. I am burnt out. (laughs) Okay, and so the end of the school year is a welcome change of pace. A welcome change of pace. Now, I know what you're thinking. I know what you're thinking. Jeff, how is this going to help me? How is this going to, how is this supposed to make me better? Well, uh, as with all sort of uh, quote-unquote self-help, it's to admit that you have a problem. (laughs) The first step is to to be honest, and so here we go hundred percent I'm burnt out or I should say because school's done, I was burnt out. Things were very frustrating um, the my my whole tenure here is was uh, a bit turbulent at times and this year especially it was beyond um, what anyone would have thought and there were some internal things happening too within uh, my school but all of that got worked out so that was one less thing on my plate that I really can't divulge too much about Um, but the other thing was just I'm not the best teacher out there but I do take the time to you know like, like you're, you're, your normal teacher, make the lesson plans, make the worksheets. I even did videos this year, just in case the kids were absent to the Google meet or whatever, the video meetings or whatever, like real, like class time. You know, I made videos so that they could catch up and they could do um, the, the worksheets and the homework, quote unquote. Well, it's all homework. Get it? <laughs> anyway, did all of that. All of that kind of stuff, and where where the burnout happened for me was that there was little to no response from the kids. You know, we were trying to have discussions in class. They could type it into the chat box, so they didn't even have to speak. Because I know some of my kids, like one, one of my students, see they they love just um, texting and that was like that student was more expressive through typing than speaking fine you know this was the year okay but the 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 main thing was that in my mind i put in a lot of time a lot of effort I did things this year that I never thought I would do in my teaching career I, I was way nicer way more understanding way more compassionate normally I'm uh, normally and this is being honest it's not like that I am the stickler I am uh, the kids so affectionately affectionately call me the mean teacher. <laughs> you you know so I really did it really felt like I was trying to make it as easy as possible for them you know but as the the weeks and the months and the quarters went on it just got increasingly more frustrating that like There was no idea or sense of personal responsibility with a good majority of these kids. You know, like, you know, like as an adult or even, you know, you you think about, I'm going to do things to better myself. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to read books. I'm going to exercise. I'm going to, whatever the case may be. There wasn't that kind of intrinsic... uh, value, and it made me wonder, like, what would have happened if we never went back? How many more of my kids would have failed if we didn't come back in person? And that's not to say that in person, coming back into the classroom fixed everything either, because they were still lethargic. They were still apathetic. They still didn't turn in their work, you know, and and it's even worse because they couldn't fake it like they could if they were at home. You know, I could see them not trying. And that made it, like, you know, especially worse being in front, being talking to them face to face, and yet still getting nothing back. And so, um, yeah, burnout, burnout was a real thing. And I know that I'm not the only teacher out there who has uh, thought or felt that way, especially this year, especially this year. I mean, when you, when you hear uh, your teacher friends out there saying, you know, they had to do double the work, that's not an exaggeration, you know. And especially for the more veteran teachers who didn't grow up using technology the way that um, us younger teachers um, have or are easily able to adapt to, like, it was like relearning your whole curriculum all over again. And so... That kind of added weight to the school year made things, uh, I don't know if you would say it's hypersensitive or more sensitive to, or just that our perseverance and our resilience just went down. But, uh, you know, we did make it through. I know that some of you listening who are working on the mainland or in private school here locally, you guys are still going. You got maybe like a this week, I think, is the last week for private school here in Hawaii. But regardless, like, just take the time. Teachers out there, you did a great work. Parents out there, you did a great work with your kids, and especially the students who've tried, who've endured, who've persevered. You know, thank you. Really, thank you. And so... What are some of the things that we can do to, uh, to counteract um, this kind of fatigue and burnout, right? Because that's, that's the real issue here. How do we keep going when we don't want to keep going? How do we keep pushing through when, um, yeah, things are just overwhelming and overbearing on us? And so a um, couple of things to, to consider Maybe to execute, um, you need to self-assess. And again, that's part of the first step is to self-assess where you're at and what kinds of things can be done in order to lift off that kind of weight and that kind of burden. One of the things that helps is to, and I know, um, I, I don't know how it is in other professions, but especially for um, educators out there, uh, one thing is to to leave your work at work, and and that's something that's taken out of the, I think, out of the business, you know, type community, where, unlike other professions, like as a teacher, it it's it's almost like work never stops. You gotta think about the next day's lessons. You've gotta think about how you're gonna. Uh, teach Johnny so-and-so. You got to think about all of the papers you got to grade and take them home and do, like, all of that stuff. Stop. Leave it at work. Leave it in your classroom or, you know, for you people not an educator, you, you just, you need to separate yourself, okay, from the work. Separate yourself from the work. You need to tell yourself, and this is the part too, especially I think as teachers we feel really guilty about, is that we need to take time for us. Okay, I know that sounds weird. That sounds selfish. That sounds like, oh, but what about what about little Susie? No, they're still going to be there tomorrow. Your work is still going to be there tomorrow. Stop. Leave things at home or leave things at work in order for you to have that kind of break for the rest of your day, the rest of your afternoon, the rest of your evening time. Okay? Because especially if you've got a family at home, you have responsibilities high, responsibilities, honestly, that are higher than what you're doing as your career. Okay? So, number one, separate yourself. Leave work at work. It's okay. I promise. It's still going to be there when you come back. (laughs) Okay. Um, Number two, going along with that is to make sure that we're doing things that, that you enjoy doing. Okay. Making sure that you have an outlet of sorts to do things that have nothing to do with your work your job or anything like that so for example for example one of my uh vices is to play video games okay and hence uh, we talked about that before right that video games is my way to kind of relax um again in all things in moderation right so maybe for you it's not doing anything for like the next hour that you come home just to decompress right you don't want to you don't want to do the dishes the chores anything like that you just know i just need this time so that i can decompress okay and that's the same thing like taking a break from your work or leaving your work at home okay that's fine and especially if you have a um, husband or wife who understands that you know, and you can always work around those kinds of things. Like for us, um, I know that for my wife, she needs that time when she comes home. It doesn't matter what time she comes home from work. But I know that she needs that time to uh, basically just to veg out, you know, to, yeah, to decompress. And that's fine. That's okay. You know, I, I know that that is not the time to ask or you know do other things (laughs) so she can have her time i can have my time and then after an hour or so we come together and we take care of business right so uh, i know uh, i I, it's like i can hear some marriage counselors out there going like what are you doing (laughs) relax it's what works for us okay that's what we do um the third thing which is a little bit more challenging uh is to take, like a, like, a weekend off or something like that, okay? To take just, you know, leaving um, your common areas actually does help. So, and by common areas, I don't mean, like, places in your house, but I mean, like, to leave, um, to go to a different place. Now, um, for us, because we're in Hawaii, the easiest thing for us to do is to go to the beach, Or to go to a cheap hotel away from where we normally live and work and to get like a mini vacation. And I know that's not possible for everybody. But, you know, taking a day trip, um, you know, just getting out of the environment that is causing you to be can also do wonders, right? Being able to leave And it it, it does something in your brain where you you actually get the sense like, okay, I am quite literally detached from the entirety of what's causing the burnout, right? And so it's helpful. In fact, um, I did have to convince my wife to take one. So we did like a real short um, mini vacation over the weekend uh, earlier in May because things were just getting too hectic. And so we did that, and it was great. It, it was just enough to, to make it through to the end. Now, I'm not saying you got to do that every time, but, you know, allowing yourself that to, to, you know, have that kind of break, have that kind of moment of less or little responsibility works out just fine. Um, the other things that also help too, um, I know, exercise, you can... Exercise, um, you can you know uh, if you live in a relatively you know mm, pleasant area, like for example, here in Hawaii where we have pleasant weather nearly all year round, you know, going out to the park, going out to some quiet place, going out to the lake if you are on the mainland somewhere and you're not by the beach, sorry, uh, going hiking. You know, those kinds of things. Being outdoors, it's been proven that being outdoors is something that is also very beneficial for your physical, mental, and emotional well-being. In fact, um, the Japanese have a a thing for it. And that term is called... Oh, I lost it. Wait, hold on. That term is called Shinrin-yoku. And that is this... um, idea of being out in nature in order to, um, you know, breathe in, be exposed to, um, those kinds of things, um, it is a form of natural therapy, and so, like, they would tell people to, to, you know, uh, walk or be out into nature in order to, yeah, Be grounded again in order to, uh, people think it helps to cleanse um, their body when they breathe in the fresh air, those kinds of things. That kind of stuff could work for you too. Who knows? Who knows? Um, Here, it's the ocean therapy. We call it ocean therapy, right? When you get out into the salt water, you don't have to swim necessarily. You can just be out in the water and, you know, cruising, relaxing. And that's also a type of this uh, nature type therapy. That could be something else that works for you. Um, lastly, one of the things that um, you can always do is to get help. <laughs> okay, and and what I mean by that is not just listening to to me or listen to your friends, but actually getting help from somebody who is trained who is certified who is you know an expert in these kinds of things and to get that kind of level of help should it be something that is incredibly harmful to you or those around you right the last thing that anybody would want is to just you know have that kind of um, that kind of burnout turn into some kind of trauma And so, again, that's up to you as an individual to decide um, the levels of which kind of help, relaxation, things to help ease or lessen the weight of your burnout. Um, So I hope that you have had a manageable school year. Let's be realistic. A manageable school year. Uh, with family with your kids uh, with uh, friends that you know teachers that you know um man if you have teacher friends make sure you go out there and you thank them um for the work that they've been doing this past year and we'll catch you guys on the next episode of the level up podcast